Good afternoon, everybody. My name is uh, Kevin Conley. And I'm Lane Lemon. And he's Lane Lemon with a bunch of bass in his voice. And me and Lane are going to talk some sports here. The show is supposed to call, be called Lemon in the Fro because Lane's last name is Lemon. And I could grow an afro and I tried and it failed miserably. So, um, we're going to talk about uh, Kyrie Irving to start. A little bit of free agency. Uh, yeah, so Kyrie Irving's talking about how he's not happy in uh, Cleveland playing the, the two-man role uh, under LeBron. Which is um, nuts. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I feel like I'd be okay with playing with LeBron. Um, but uh, he's looking, says he wants to be out of, out of Cleveland, which I can't really blame him because it looks to be uh, Cleveland's going to go back to their old ways of, of not really being a contender. After um, next season when LeBron opts out. Exactly. Uh, interested to see where LeBron's going to go, but that's that's later on down the road. Um, so Kyrie wants to go to the, to New York, which, which I don't really understand that. Other uh, than the fact he might have family there, which we did some investigative reporting earlier and we found that out. Yeah, I went to, went to high school in Jersey just outside of New York, uh, so that's so kind of home for him. Um, but I, I, if he goes there, all I see really is, is him when he first came into the league with, with Cleveland without LeBron, um, uh, because if, if he goes to the Knicks, they're going to obviously have to give something up for him. Um, major. Yeah. I don't see them. The Cavs taking anybody less than, uh, Mello for that. Uh, they're not going to give up Porzingis, but, uh, I think they're going to have to give up someone like Mello. And I just don't see Kyrie being able to run the show with Porzingis and that supporting cast. And even they might make the playoffs seven or eight seed. Um, but I don't really see that. Well, the East sucks. Yeah. Now, <laughs> the East That's has true. nobody. So That's true. If Kyrie did end up in New York, um, and they were able to hold on to Porzingis, because Melo would ha- definitely have to be involved in that trade, because Melo said the only two places he'd waive his trade clause for would be Cleveland and Houston, because Portland's been trying desperately to get him, and he keeps saying I'm not going to Portland. <laughs> Which I would like to see Melo in Portland. That would be interesting. But yeah, yeah, with McCollum and Little Lillard, man. Yeah. I mean, Nurkic why not? down there in the center. Nurkic, he's a young and up up and coming big man in the league. Yeah. So, I I would I think Kyrie, let the main thing that really bothered him was of course it bothers him that LeBron won't come into Cleveland, but then his name was also being floated in the trade talks for like Paul George and stuff and Jimmy Butler, and after the finals and he didn't like that, um because obviously if they brought either one of those players in you would want it to be LeBron, Kyrie and then Butler slash. Paul George. Yeah, my, my thought on, on all those uh, trade talks with them was Kevin Love is going to be the guy to leave um, because, you know, Paul George kind of fits – doesn't really fit his position exactly, but uh, with a small ball NBA nowadays, um, you don't really need the big men as much. Right. So Kevin Love's uh, not so much of a novelty anymore. Um, so I kind of – His trade values just went in a – it definitely Crapper did. I mean, his his contract's not the most team friendly. He had he would have to go to a contender because he's not the type of guy to take over a team. He showed that in Minnesota. I mean, he he got his numbers, but that team was never really a contender ever. No, uh, no they Minnesota. weren't. So, um, yeah. So other options for uh, for Kyrie. He talked about San Antonio. I don't really see anyone they're going to be able to give up to make it worth Cav- the Cavs' uh, while. They're not giving up uh, Kawhi. They're I don't think LaMarcus Aldridge is worth it to the Cavaliers. No, I don't even think LaMarcus Aldridge is worth it to the Spurs at this point. Right, yeah. They did re-sign Powell, too, so Powell's Which coming back. They re-signed Powell to a three-year deal. I don't know that Powell has three years left <laughs> but after watching him in the playoffs last year. But uh, yeah, that's that's the Spurs mantra. They like the guys that have been there before. Uh, 
but I don't think that's going to be able to keep keep up with Golden State, um, especially after losing the young guy Jonathan Simmons and Dwight uh, Deadman to I don't remember where he went, but, but I don't remember uh, where Deadman went either. I think he went to the Hawks, maybe. Let's see. Let's see where Deadman went. But uh, I've heard. I saw that. Uh, well, we can talk about D Rose. D Rose just signed with the Cavaliers. Uh, averaged 18 points a game last year. Only played, uh, I think, 63 of the 82 games. So he was still missed. He played. The, he played the most games that he played since the original ACL tear in 2012. Yeah. Well. I yeah. Don't know the, if that's is on the Hawks now. On the Hawks. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So I was right about that. But yeah, uh, I like I like D Rose coming off the bench. I don't know that I like him starting. I don't know that he has uh, the ability to, to give great minutes. Uh, but I can definitely see him being a force off the bench, uh, playing with LeBron. If I could pair anybody with uh, with a minute restriction with any player to to make him the best player he could be with that minute restriction, it would be with LeBron. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Especially if he's playing behind Kyrie. Yeah, I agree. So I mean, you'd have to look. You can't really give a realistic shot of if the Cavs are going to be back because you don't know what their roster is going to look like, what their starting five is going to look like. If they trade Kyrie and don't get a point guard back, you're kind of forcing D-Rose into the starting spot, <laughs> um, which, which I mean, we can see how that goes, you know, because anybody playing with LeBron, the ball is not going to be in their hands quite as much. Yeah. Um, so especially coming down the floor. Uh, but I'm interested to see what they get back. I saw him uh, him being D-Rose. Uh, LeBron was actually practicing with uh, – Eric Bledsoe from the Suns. So I heard that's another uh, trade destination because LeBron was talking about the availability availability of the rookie Josh Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, but they said the Suns at this point they don't want to trade. Jackson. They don't want to trade him, which yeah. I don't blame. Him. I thought Jackson was was one of the most dynamic players on both sides of the wall. Coming no, he is. He's from Kansas. Yeah, yeah. And we don't deal with Kansas people because <laughs> we're all about the gold and the blue. That's right, but. Yeah, though he's a one and done guy. I, I hated yeah. him for a year, but now he's he's out, and I actually I think he's going to be one of the top rookies this in this uh, upcoming year. Um, behind, I don't know, Lonzo. Maybe he's in a good spot too, playing with Devin Booker. And I agree. So. Yeah, I definitely think uh, he's he's in a spot where there's a lot of scores, a lot of offense, um, a lot of young guys. They have, I think, the youngest roster in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're an up and coming team. They're like Philly West, essentially. Yeah. Oh yeah, they yeah. really are without the injuries. Mm-hmm. So. I'm going to say this about Derrick Rose, though. I've been Derrick Rose fan since he came into the league, and I still have championed Derrick Rose even when we traded him to the Knicks because I'm a Bulls fan. And if obviously the Knicks thing was a stretch, but he did perform well when he was on the floor. He had no major injuries. He missed typical minor things, thankfully, not, nothing too serious. Um, but if there is a system where he could blossom again and possibly be uh, – Honest to God, contributor, it would be in Cleveland. If he has to start, if they do deal with Kyrie and they don't get a point guard back to start over him, I, again, worry about his durability for a whole season, especially come playoff time, because that's when the Cavs will obviously need him most. I agree. But I, I could definitely see him at least having the best season of his uh, career since he tore his ACL and then his MVP season in 2011. He'll never return back to where he was, but this is a good situation for him, and that deal is awesome for for Cleveland and for him. Absolutely, yeah. He's 18 points a game on the veterans' uh, minimum contract. Uh, They did also sign Jose Caledron, which isn't anything great, but it's a point guard presence they didn't have last year. Uh, He's a veteran guy. They got him for the league minimum as well. Um, 
you can't really blame Kyrie at this point. I mean, if you look at the the contracts, uh, you're paying J.R. Smith thirteen million dollars next year, and that's yeah, all a those uh, hangover deal. contracts. Like, yeah. oh, we won the title. Everybody gets you get money. You Everybody get, a contract. get paid. You get yep. a contract. That's right. Yep. But uh, it's it's just been a been not a very well run organization. Um, Dan Gilbert firing the the GM that got them to where they yeah. were, kind of won them that title. Put that, pissing put off that, LeBron. Yeah, put that team together. I mean, I can't be mad at, at Kyrie. Uh, I think they're going at it a little bit uh, in, a, in a petty manner. You know, LeBron kind of saying he doesn't want to be second to LeBron and all this all this social media stuff, and then and then Stephen A. coming out saying that <laughs> that LeBron would would fight Kyrie if he saw him. Which that's that's just. Blas- that's, Stephen that's blasphemy that's <laughs> from Stephen, Stephen A. a so. Lord. And then he, yeah. So, I mean, like I said, I can't blame Kyrie. Wish he'd done it in a little bit different manner. Um, so what would you do if you were the Cavs? If if you had a choice, would you deal Kyrie or would you just be like, look, you're here until 2019, you're going to have to work it out. And I mean, I... And then I, maybe I, see what LeBron does next season and if you want to trade him in his last year... So you get something back, then I could see that. But what would you do? I've never been a fan of having a guy on my team that is not happy, mm-hmm. um, because whenever you get guys that have this money, he knows he's making his money. Um, look at Melo. Melo doesn't play 100 percent all the time because he's not happy, but he knows he's making his money, so he's just going to stay in New Olympics. York unless it's the Olympics. <laughs> unless he has something to play for. I mean, Melo is a great player. He's one of the one of the best players of this generation, but. He doesn't have the passion to be where he's at right now, um, so you can't really you can't really expect a guy like that with that kind of an ego to. Kyrie's shown kind of an ego here. I mean, he always yeah. has. He always has showed he's, that. He's that betting ego. on himself. Yeah. So I think you got to get what you can out of him now. Um, possibly see what you can get to maybe get LeBron to stay. I don't mm-hmm. see LeBron staying at this point just because this whole franchise seems to be in turmoil right now. They've got a lot of locked up money. They don't have a lot of cap space to grow. And Golden State got better. And Golden State got better again. <laughs> again, they got Which better. Which is insane. Yeah, I mean. Two they, championships, three years, and they had the best offseason out of everybody. Exactly. I mean, you can't. It just says a lot about the culture in Golden State yeah. that that everybody is so happy there that they're okay with not you know not being having a me first attitude even with guys like Draymond. I mean, Draymond's going to get paid here. Did he resign already? Or did he, no, Draymond Dr- Clay was the first soon. one to get money. Yeah, and, and then, then Draymond will be uh Steph, be next. Yeah, uh, Katie's kind of taking it year by year at this point um, with his contract. Uh, I think he, he and I don't blame him. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you? I mean, he's shown that he'll go anywhere at any time. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't really blame him there. But yeah, um, they've got so the Cavs got have Corver for the next three years, which I'm not sure if that's a good or a bad thing. Um, I Kyle Corver was such a liability in the finals, and like as much as people like gave gave LeBron crap for passing to Corver in the corner in game. For five game three, and him missing a three pointer, he did hit one earlier in the in the game. But Corver was brought in to be a three point specialist. Yeah. He was there to hit the three pointer. Yep, and he shot horrifically all through the NBA Finals. And then he was just this huge defensive liability every time he was on the floor. And they played him big minutes. And for some reason, and they did this in 2015 too. Uh, the Cavs did in the finals, where the, I felt like they had bodies that they could put out there. They had Derek Williams, who could have put some minutes up. They, I don't think James Jones played at all. Obviously, James Jones retired, and he's now the GM for the Suns. Um, 
but they just had bodies that could be out there that could do the same thing Corver was essentially doing. It's like, all right, if you're going to be out there um, and give up points, that's fine. But Corver was just having miscues. There was turnovers. There was silly fouls. Defensive liability, yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I would have rather kept Corver more fresh um, and for the third and fourth quarters versus playing him big minutes in the first half and then the Cavs constantly giving up points. So I feel like them bringing back Corver was very interesting, and I would not be surprised to see them possibly move him at some point if a better option comes up. Yeah, I mean, I, I can agree with that. Definitely probably midseason, uh, maybe a contender looking for another guy off the bench that can shoot the three. Um, I agree with that. I mean, the Cavs, they've turned in a little bit kind of like the Spurs. They've got a bunch of veteran guys. They've got some old guys. Um, but what what they come with that offensive firepower with that, they lack on the defensive end. And whenever you're playing a team like Golden State, you need young guys that can defend, which is why Paul George or Jimmy Butler would have been fit so well with this Cavs team, giving them one, one other player uh, to give LeBron a break guarding KD to where LeBron could, could go guard Draymond for a little bit and, and on the in the post. I mean, you would have to think that LeBron – going in he's 32 now um, he's going into the back end of his career i think he's still in his prime obviously mm-hmm. had one of the best years of his career but i think you're going to start the playoffs I yeah thought oh one yeah. of the best playoff performances we had seen going into the finals at least on a struggling cavaliers team because let's face it the, the cavaliers struggled in that in the finals yeah i mean aside from lebron averaging a triple double Kyrie had a few good games um but Kyrie's gonna get his mm-hmm. um Kevin Love had a couple of good games, disappeared there. But he would disappear in he halves. Would, yeah, he would, exactly. That was a problem. He'd have great first halves or come on late when it was a little too late. But looking at the Warriors' payroll, um, the next one up, Clay, Clay will be a free agent in 2019. Uh, Draymond is locked in until 2020. Um, and the only people they really have to worry about is Durant has a player option for um, in 2019. Or 2018-2019. So after this season, more than likely, like you said, he'll re-up. He's 28, and then everybody else is signed. I mean, Steph's there till 2022. They just got to worry about getting Clay his money, and because Clay's contract comes up in 2019. But th- th- again, this is Clay's what, interesting to me with that contract. I've heard, yeah. I've heard guys, I've heard them say, you know, Clay's going to want to get get paid. Uh, is Clay going to have an ego issue? Uh, that brings us back to the culture there in Golden State. You see, Clay wants. Does he want to be that guy? Does he want to do pull a Harrison Barnes and go get paid and and kind of fade off into the the rest of the NBA and not really be relevant anymore? But he's getting paid with with the Mavericks, kind of being if that Harrison guy. Was more. It was more him or the Warriors, though. I mean, obviously, once Durant signed, he was he was gone. I don't know if he. Re, I don't. I think he signed with the Mavs afterwards. Not the. Cut you off and say your point's wrong, but your point is kind of wrong. <laughs> well, I just mean, I just mean I know as what far you're saying, as though. I know the, the whole ego thing going as does he want to be that guy? I mean, obviously they're gonna not they're gonna have to all take a little bit of a pay cut, yeah, uh, to stay under the cap. Um, they're gonna have yeah, to payroll next year is 135 million. Yeah, so I, I've just heard a lot of a lot of things about does he want to be that guy? I mean, he's always at, at this point you have to look at him as possibly the fourth option on that team. Yeah. And which is crazy to say, someone that that's possibly, I mean, I would say Steph's probably the best shooter, top three shooter in the league right yeah. now. Um, sc- top two. great defender. You know what I mean? He's he's probably one of their best defenders on the fl- on the floor. Uh, I would I wouldn't be surprised to see him go somewhere else um, in yeah, free agency. Uh, whether it be you know someone that's that's there on the cusp. The Timberwolves don't. I mean, uh, they have Jimmy Butler now. Well, yeah, um, and they have Wiggins at the two already. 
that's another interesting landing spot for Kyrie for me. Um, yeah, they put they have Jeff Teague, um, but Teague's. I mean, he's not. He's he he's a starter if you want him to be. If you need him to be, he can play that role. Um, but I don't know that he's, Teague was one of the the up and coming point guards in the league a few years ago until the the Hawks chose Schroeder over him, which on paper doesn't seem like it makes that sense. But obviously, Schroeder is a better point guard for the team versus Teague's more of a shoot first guy, in right. my opinion. And on that team, you know, I mean, Kyrie's also. He's a scorer, uh, but then you got to look at what they're going to give up, which I think it would be kind of uh, coincidental for them to, you know, I could see them giving up Wiggins because, you know, who's going to play the two? Who's going to play the three between Jimmy and Wiggins? Yeah. I mean, are you going to put – Well, right like, now it would look like Teague at the one, Wiggins at the two, Jimmy plays the three, and then – Jang at the four, maybe. Jang at the four, yeah. and then uh, Anthony Towns yeah. at the four. Well, Anthony Towns, Towns at the four, at, at the, the five. five, at the five, yeah. yeah. And Minnesota added J- Jamal Crawford. I just noticed that great bench player there. Yeah, absolutely. Three, the only three times six man, um, six man of the year. I learned that from my research I did for that Bulls column I put up this week. Um, but the Minnesota man, like I'm real one, Thibodeau. He he's from the Bulls. I love Thibodeau. I contemplated very much about rooting for the Timberwolves over my Bulls last year before we brought in um, Wade and Rondo. And now I'm still on the cut. I'm not going to leave the Bulls, but I'm going to definitely continue. I want to keep an eye on will be the Timberwolves because if they're able to pull off something like that, that would be to pull Kyrie would be awesome for them. And especially if they're able to keep at least we're obviously Butler staying, but if they're able to keep Wiggins in the situation, then that's just terrorizing because, hell, they're all super young still. And it's a team that could possibly contend, not right now at the Warriors, but a season from now or even even two seasons. But even with what they have now, I think Minnesota could be an outside threat to sneak into the West Finals. Yeah, I could if they're see healthy. It. I could see it. I mean, you look at the other competition, uh, I think the Spurs are, are going to uh, go a little bit downward this year. I don't think they're going to be in the contention for the one seed or the two seed. I think they're going to be somewhere around the four or the five uh, just because I just don't see – I mean, they are, they're are they both for the regular season. They are. So, I mean, they may sneak back up there. I mean, it's Craig, mm-hmm. Greg Bobovich. You have to give him, give him his due. Oh, absolutely. Um, but they're – Manu Ginobili's coming back. Uh, I just look at the West, and I'm trying to see who's going to go up, who's who's trending upward, downward. You look at the Rockets. Um, obviously, they got uh, CP3 uh, to, to pair along with with James Harden. The original steal of the summer before the Cavs landed Rose for a couple mil. <laughs> right. So I just don't – they gave up so much for, for Chris Paul. I don't know that the Rockets – I mean, they're going to be very top-heavy now to where before, yeah. I mean, they gave up – like seven players. They gave up Beverly, and they gave up. Um, they didn't give up Gordon. They still have Gordon. No, they still have Gordon. Um, but Bever- Beverly was the, is the one that's standing out my my mind. I, yeah, I know there was more to that trade. Um, I can't find the transaction exactly for that. But regardless, the Rockets are easily the team that we're thinking is going to oppose Golden State as long as Paul's healthy and. Obviously, Harden has been a warrior since he's been in Houston. He's at knock on wood. He hasn't had any major issues. And Harden also is just as long as he doesn't have another season where he trends down um, like he did last time he was in MVP contention, which is the year that um, it was between him and Steph. um, He is obviously a lead 
contender to come out as MVP for next year because with um, Butler, not Butler, Paul George being in OKC, we have to see what that does to Westbrook's numbers next year. Absolutely. So here's here's the uh, details on that CP3 trade. They gave up uh, Lou Williams as well as Patrick yeah, Beverly, which is which is a big big scoring boost. Williams won six man of the year last year. No, actually, uh, Eric Gordon did. Okay, Gordon Eric did. Gordon. All right. So they still have Eric Gordon off the bench. So that's that's still pretty solid. I mean, they gave I like up, Lou Williams. They just man. gave up a lot of their Sam Decker, which I mean he didn't play very much. Montrez Harrell, which uh, out of Louisville. Um, I remember him in college. He, he was a beast down low, but he's he's only six eight, so that's why he he didn't really get me uh, many minutes. Um, he's kind of a post player, but not doesn't have the size really to, to match up in the NBA. Um, DeAndre Liggins, who actually just signed, uh, he got cut from the Cavs last year, right before the, the playoffs started. Okay, I believe. Um, and they signed Dante Jones, I believe, is what it was. Dante and then, Jones. And then Dante Jones lost all of his money to technical fouls. <laughs> uh, and then Kyle Wilcher from, uh, I think he played at Kentucky, and then he transferred to Gonzaga. So he, he's a solid player, but, I mean, obviously hasn't made any noise. Also protected first-round pick. Um, they sent all of that to L.A. for uh, CP3. So now you look at that. I mean, they still have Ariza, so you have – Obviously, Chris Paul's going to play the one. They'll move James Harden back to the two, but I'm sure they'll switch off bringing the ball down the oh, floor. Oh, yeah, absolutely, um, yeah. Because a lot of the narrative was, you they can't both be on the same team. They both need the ball. Like, are you serious? This is 2017. This is this is 2017 where we have where we have Steph and Katie playing on the same team with right. Clay Thompson. I mean, you've right. got – that's not an issue anymore. There's enough balls to go around. I mean, um, super teams – Look at LeBron and D Wade, all that, all that. You know, it, it, it'll work out. They just need to play together. I've seen some of the uh, the tape on them playing uh, in the off season so far in some pickup games. They look like they're fluid. They're they're pretty fluid together. So so yeah, you've got. Uh, I just worry about their bench, really. I mean, they've got Eric Gordon coming off the bench there at the guard. Ryan Anderson is solid. Uh, if he's hitting, if he's not, then he's kind of useless there <laughs> on the floor. Right, he is. Um, a- he does, he does need to be uh, contributing on the offensive end. Ariza at the three. Uh, they drafted a guy to Louisville, a Naku. I, have, I don't really remember him. Six foot ten. Um, Tim Quarterman from LSU. Uh, so yeah, I mean they get, they've got some guys. They've got a lot of rookies. They've got five rookies here on on the squad. Um, Nene, they re-signed Nene. They got P.J. Tucker, which I like P.J. Tucker off the bench. I mean, he's a solid defensive player, guarded LeBron a lot whenever he was in uh, Toronto. Yeah, he was a major key of uh, Toronto's success the past few seasons. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I could see, I mean, again, you got to look who's going to – I mean, is pretty solid defensively, could, could guard KD. Um, P.J. Tucker off the bench will help him with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've got the firepower to stay with stay with uh, the Warriors. Just got to see over a seven-game series if, if that's enough. Um, so, yeah, the West is definitely going to be in, an interesting shakeup. Uh, you obviously just assume Golden State's going to be the one seed. Um, but you, I can you definitely see. Have to. I kind of I could see the Rockets sneaking in there. I could see. Uh, I'm I'm very excited to see Minnesota how they how they mesh together, how they play together, mm-hmm. um, and if they can get that, and if Tibbs can can bring the defensive mindset back in there with all of those weapons on offense and mix it together, and and they could definitely be a threat to be a top four seed. And, yeah, I think and, Minnesota was one of the best second half teams last year. So I agree, and they really really struggled in the first half, but getting it together there in the second half was big. I uh, didn't make the playoffs, but uh, they they just missed out there, which would have been a big help for the young guys there getting some playoff experience. But mm-hmm. you know, it's they would have probably been ousted by the Warriors in four games anyway. So, well, one thing I want to talk about before we switch gears um, and talk about the NFL is uh, the Los Angeles Lakers. You had mentioned LA a few minutes ago. 
they're one of the most interesting teams to watch because obviously they got Lonzo, uh, the summer league MVP. Apparently when he doesn't wear his own shoe, he balls out. Watch some <laughs> of the highlights. And I, I know it's summer league, but, I mean, I saw a lot of good things. I mean, I saw Lonzo a lot in March Madness um, until they, they lost in the Sweet 16, I believe, or was it Elite 8? Um, they lost in the Elite, no, the Sweet 16 to Kentucky. Yeah, Sweet 16, yeah. thank you. Um, I, I'm really excited to see this team because this will be the first full year with Magic as the GM and I think Magic GM. Or yeah, Max GM, and then uh, they brought in there. the other dude. Yeah, pretty much Palenka. They brought him in, um, and then of course you got um, Walton as a coach, and Walton was responsible for the first half of the Golden State's magical season, where they won seventy three games just two seasons ago. Um, but looking at this roster, I mean, they got Brandon Ingram. He's locked up till twenty twenty. Ball's locked up until twenty twenty, uh, and he has a team option, so more likely he's there until at least um, twenty twenty one. And of course, if LeVar has anything to say about it. He'll never (laughs) not be a Laker. They added Brooke Lopez for, um, they took the last year of his contract, and he's 29 years old. Um, And then, of course, they got Larry Nance Jr., Julius Randle, still, and Clarkson. They still have a lot of young talent. And, of course, the prediction's already out there that Lonzo Ball will lead the Lakers to the playoffs in his first season. Uh, I I think the Lakers could surprise, though. I the, think they will surprise. I agree. The West is too tough to to me. The West is too tough and too deep uh, to, for them to make the playoffs this year. I really like what they did in the offseason. They didn't overpay for anybody. They, they had a great uh, offseason. Caldwell Pope, $17 million. He's 24 years old. I don't like the one-year deal so much for 17, but, you know, I mean, get him in. Get him in. Uh, see how he, how he plays with your squad. You don't have – you're not committed. Uh, you keep the money open to bring in Paul George next year who says right. he wants to be there. Um, Even though he just did another – that in his welcome interview to OKC, so I want to see how things go. You're lying, dude. You're going to L.A. Hey, like, stop well, playing. I mean, I don't think the, even if some miracle that Westbrook and Paul form this – unbeatable tandem in the West next year. I think he looks at Sam Presti next season and be like, all right, thanks guys. Yeah. I Let think, me get my ring and I'll see you in LA next year. Well, I could see so we're talking about LA having the cat space to sign two max contracts next yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Who's to say Westbrook doesn't follow him over there? Because <laughs> we've heard Westbrook. the rumors before yeah. of him wanting to go to LA. This is a couple he years old. UCLA. UCLA guy, yeah. So, I mean, that would be very interesting. Um, obviously, it would it would be huge news. I mean, I don't know what that would do for Lonzo's career there because yeah. uh, he would definitely – Because Westbrook still has not signed – he hasn't signed his max deal at OKC. He re-upped right after the Durant deal. But I'm going to see exactly what he's making and get off the Celtics payroll. Uh, yeah, Westbrook has a player option for 2018-19, so he could peace out as well after this season. That's what I'm saying. But I of mean, course, what uh, OKC can pay him the most money. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, and I mean, LA, I, I do like their roster. They're very good. I think they they had a conservative offseason, but I think it was the right move with mm-hmm. all of the all of the talk of them obviously being the premier free agent destination being in LA, um, the franchise being as historic as it is. Uh, I think they did the right thing this year. I think they, they got who they wanted in the draft. Uh, they, they signed Brook Lopez or got tra- traded for Brook Lopez, got the distraction out of there with the Angela Russell, uh, with a whole video of him. I think he's going to blossom got- in Brooklyn. I th- Brooklyn is another team I'm looking forward to watching. I, yeah, I agree with that as well. Um, I think they got a lot of distraction out. They had a young mm-hmm. team. They had kind of an immature team. And they this got is year two without Swaggy P's out. Yeah. Swaggy P's gone. 
to and the, he's going to, to the, the Warriors. Warriors. To the Warriors. I mean, I think he'll fit Where in. Where I'm sure he'll playoff dagger after playoff dagger. Probably, yeah. Um, but I, I do. Like, I really do like their offseason sitting here looking at their roster. Um, I don't know why people continuously pay Luau Dang what they pay him, but that's... Yeah, leave Luau alone. <laughs> he... The, the, he should be a bull. He should retire a retireable man. Like I know I'm re- I'm going off topic, but that deal when we traded him away a few seasons ago was complete dookie. I believe we traded him to the Cavs, and it was because his deal was coming up, and we were trying to figure out what we we're going to do with the Rose and and all the other things we had going on at the time. But Ding is one of my um is one of my favorite uh bulls of all time, just because he 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 did he would play on some crappy teams, and he he was. Tried and true until we dealt him. So, so you're bringing, so, he's so you'd be willing old. to pay him 18 million a year for the next three years. Oh, they're, going, they're going to get off that. They're definitely going <laughs> they to better get, rid get of off the money. That. They better get off of that. But I mean, if you can squeeze a couple good games out of him, tell you do. Yeah, yeah. He can still shoot the three. I'm glad they didn't go to Julius Randle. I mean, Julius Randle's going into the last year of his contract, um, so he'll become a free agent next year. But yeah. uh, I do like him. I mean, I think he's 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 Another a double double machine. Product. Yeah, um, had a few triple doubles last year. I mean, you know. I think especially with uh, Lonzo in there because yeah it's summer league but I watched some of the games and Lonzo he just he just commands the floor well he sees the floor very well uh, I don't think he'll I think he'll be a liability on defense action. yeah but I think he'll be a liability on Aren't defense all point but, guards a liability on defense anymore though yeah I mean, I mean it's the toughest position to play in the NBA yeah because everybody's so fast now. Um, and people but, shoot from half court. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, you, you gotta you gotta pick up at the, at the half court line. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I do like I do like what LA is doing. Um, still staying young, still keeping that uh, a lot of wiggle room for them to do what they want to do. Uh, see how this year plays out, and maybe even make some moves to the deadline. You never know what's gonna happen. See how see how they. Uh, I don't see them making the playoffs. So I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say that that's not gonna happen. Okay. Uh, I know I'll probably get yelled at by Levar Ball here in a little bit. Get a. He might come to my house. <laughs> yeah. Might want to fight you like he was on WWE, and then uh, little brother would be like yelling ex- um, stuff he shouldn't yell on TV. <laughs> no, um, no. Last thing I want to talk about. I keep saying last thing, but you can't talk about the Lakers without talking about the Celtics. Has the Celtics done enough to at least? possibly force the action enough in where they could at least put LeBron through the grinder before he beats him in the fin- East Finals. I'm going to have to say... Because uh, Hayward was, a big, was a big pickup. It's to be determined yeah. until Kyrie, the whole Kyrie dust settles and see what happens there, see who they get for Kyrie or if Kyrie's playing there unhappy. I think even with an unhappy Kyrie, uh, I think uh, it'll probably go six. I could see it going six, maybe seven. Um, but I could, I still like LeBron. Mm-hmm. LeBron's still the king of the East until he's deemed otherwise. Um, I, I can't, like that. I can't say that uh, that I, I'm going to go against my boy LeBron. Um, but it's definitely they definitely closed the gap. I think, I think I, I, I would have so liked too. to see them. I don't like the Avery Bradley trade at all. I don't think it's bad. I don't, I don't like it at all. He's a great defender. He's they had, to, I mean, obviously they had to do it to Ford Hayward. So I understand that part. Yeah. Um, I like Bradley a lot. But I feel like the Celtics have enough. I think the Celtics can fill his spot. I think Hayward will take over that scoring load and then even score a little bit more than Bradley was able to at times. I think IT won't feel so forced to put everything on his shoulders. Um, and then hopefully he comes back healthy um, from his offseason. I don't think he had to have surgery. But from his injuries no. this past um, offseason, they kept him out of the East Finals. So I don't hate it. And then the Celtics still have a lot of options, trade options. So they have a lot flexibility of there where they could still make moves 
and bring somebody in. I'm interested to see how how Jalen Brown uh, how he progresses this year. Yeah, um, he played a, a bigger role, especially in the playoffs last year. Um, very good talent. Can't really shoot the ball too well, but uh, if he's in the gym this this uh, off season working on his jumper, you can always make your jumper better. He's definitely definitely. Uh, I'm glad they didn't get rid of him. Um, if I was a Celtics fan, I would be glad they didn't get rid of him because it was he was in a lot of talks. Um, I'm very glad if, I, if I'm a Celtics fan. So he's he's definitely an up and comer. I think uh, Horford just has to know his role, play the play the five, know his role, stretch the floor a little bit in this in this NBA. Um, so I, I definitely think they've definitely gotten closer to the finals. I don't know if it's going to happen or not yet. You have to yeah. you have to think about. I mean, we never know the injuries that's going to happen during the season and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I think I think they've closed they've closed the, the gap for sure. I'm glad you brought the Celtics up because that's a big a big uh, yeah because they're contender in the East now. Yeah, they're, especially with the East losing as much talent as they did. So switching gears, it is July 29th, and we are less than a month and a half away from the start of the NFL season. Finally, after all these months of having to watch basketball and. All these other sports that we really don't truly care about. I watched the soccer game the other day. So you watched, oh, yeah, you did watch the that, soccer game. That I tells you anything. That I watched the soccer game. I mean, it was the USA game. So uh, Go gotta USA. Have, yeah. Got to have that, that pride, that uh, patriotism. But Absolutely. But, you know, it's it's getting bad the dog days of summer whenever I'm watching soccer. So um, <laughs> Instead of your Cubs. Exactly. Well, the Cubs, hey, the Cubs are... Are in the lead of their division. I think only by a half game now, but they st- they uh, started the second half five and a half back of the Brewers, mm-hmm. and we've I think we've only lost three games since the break. So which last night was to the and meanwhile Brewers, my so. Red Sox keep dropping three games and then winning one. So. Yeah, yeah. The Yankees as are, the Yankees slowly creep into the AOS lead. Yeah, the Yankees took the lead. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> the NFL. I, what I've always loved about the NFL is you can go in the. <laughs> Sorry, I'm growling about the Yankees. Go ahead. The uh, you can see like the the Panthers and the Broncos in the Super Bowl very next year. The Panthers are are terrible, which is my team. The Panthers they're terrible last year. Um, what I like about the NFL, the draft plays such a huge huge role as far as you know instant I, impact. Instant impact, yeah, exactly. So I mean, I, if you don't mind, we can start with the Panthers and Cam. No, I don't mind at all. Come out uh, and, and say I saw yesterday Cam's finally coming out and talking after. Uh, Going under his shell for the off season, um, he's he coming last off season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the entire last season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, coming off uh, rotator cuff surgery, uh, he hasn't. He's been throwing a little bit, um, so hopefully he can get back to his MVP form. I really, really like what we did in the draft. First two rounds took uh, Curtis Samuel there out of Ohio State. Well, that was the second round, and McCaffrey in the first round. Um, kind of. But I, I heard a good comparison. We're kind of looking to become what the Steelers are doing on offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, get the ball out of the hands of the quarterback quickly in a playmaker's hands. Uh, kind of last year, whenever you look at the Panthers' offense, it was Jonathan Stewart, a power back, running between the tackles, or Cam running between the tackles, or them throwing the ball. And whenever we've got guys, Funches and, and Benjamin and Greg Olson, all above six, six foot five, it takes some time to get those guys open. Now we've got some smaller, yeah. quicker guys get the ball in their hands out in the flat. Um, you, you can you can sit there and put Cam run the triple option with Cam Samuel and, and McCaffrey all three in the backfield and you're you're looking at a lot a lot of different threats. Um, you never know what's who the ball is going to go to or if, if he's going to drop back and throw it. So I really like what they did there in the offseason. I'm really hoping my boy uh, Luke Keekley can can stay out of trouble. He's had a few concussions. I think yeah. I think he's about 
one concussion away from maybe calling it quits. So, uh, so hope, you gotta hate that. hopefully uh, with one of the best, if not the best linebacker in the league, um, we want to see his career play out. So, so hopefully he can, he can stay healthy. But I, I definitely – I think the NFC South is going to be a very interesting decision because we've got the Falcons, who obviously are coming off that embarrassing loss there uh, to to the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Yeah, um, it'd be interesting to see how Matt Ryan rebounds from that. And the Falcons as a whole, um, because nobody expected the Falcons to be that good last year. Um, they obviously just picked up where the Panthers left off yep. the season before and then just ran with it. And – they were up 25 points going into the third quarter of the Super Bowl, and then we all know what happened. Tom Brady happened. Um, and it, it's just – it's really hard, and this is one of the things that you you respect the Buffalo Bills for now versus when it was happening. You weren't even alive yet. <laughs> but when the Bills went to back-to-back, the back-to-back Super Bowls, like, I, I still – I don't think any team has ever been to four Super Bowls in a row. Of course, they lost all four, but the thing is to come back from 90 when Norwood missed the kick and then come back from 91 where the Redskins blew him out and Thurman Marshall couldn't – Thurman Marshall. Um, uh, no, what's that running back's name? Why is it not coming to me? Thomas Thurman. Thurman, Thurman Thomas. Thurman Thomas, thank you. I knew it was coming. He lost his helmet, and then they, they blew their first possession to Redskins, and then coming off that shellacking – to the Cowboys at Pasadena in 93 and then in 92 and then coming back again and losing to the Cowboys. And I think they went up, they were had to lead at halftime in the second Super Bowl against the Cowboys and then to have them lose again. The thing is, they came back each season. And the AFCs, they, honestly, there wasn't anybody to really contend with that. They were the most solid team back at that time. But for them to come back every year is something that no other team has been able to do. And even when you're looking at some of the Patriots' uh, dominant years, like 2003 and two that no 2004, 2000 and no, 2003, 2004, like when they won their back-to-back Super Bowls, um, it still is just obscenely difficult to make it back to the Super Bowl or even make it back to hell the the conference championship game again mm-hmm. in back-to-back years, especially at coming off a loss like that. And so it'll be interesting. I, I also I like uh, Tampa Bay where where they're going. I'm not sure where their running game's at right now, but because uh, Doug Martin can, can't stay on the field, but I do really like uh, Jameis is, is coming into I think his third year now, third mm-hmm. or fourth year. It's his third season. Um, Mike Evans, obviously, they picked up Deshaun Jackson, which is a veteran guy, a deep ball guy, which which Jameis can throw the deep ball pretty well. I think that they uh, they definitely have a lot of, of weapons there. Uh, and then the Saints have Adrian Peterson. You never know with with him if he's going to come out and, and dominate like he has in the past. Um, it's going to be interesting for me to see him and Mark Ingram sharing carries because they're kind of the same kind of a, a back, uh, yeah. power back. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how they split those carries. I feel like that's a toss-up. I think the Saints are the only one that I really can't see winning the division. Um, I mean, but then again, they have if their defense can step up, Drew Brees is Drew Brees. And, uh, they got that young Michael Thomas. He he balled out last is year. Is this so. Drew Brees' last year on his contract? I am not sure about that. You have to check. I'm I'm out. looking it up right now. But yeah, I can definitely see uh, if the Panthers' defense. So much so much is put on defenses uh, if they struggle, and people just don't look at the big picture so much. If an offense is struggling, especially in the NFL. Uh, Going three and out and not giving your defense any time to rest—that's gonna—that's gonna wear on your defense, making them go out on the field after only a couple minutes, uh, going three and out and having to punt the ball. Because 
The Panthers had one of the best defenses there two years ago in the league, and then last year it just went to nothing. And you get film on Cam Newton. They stopped Cam Newton. He struggled. Was it may, it may have been injury. We don't know. And it may have been the league actively like letting illegal hits happen yeah. all the time. I wasn't going to bring that up, but since you are, I will second that that notion. Um, and that's not me being a homer. I mean, I, I like Cam a lot, but it's, he just took, even in the first game of the season, he took, what, multiple. nine ridiculous multiple. shots that got no calls, no roughing the passer, no late hits, no anything. Yep. So I, I definitely feel like Cam was targeted, and I feel like, and I honestly feel like he was being punished for being MVP the year before, and they just let it happen, which I, I did not approve of. Yeah. But so yeah, and then that division is kind of a toss up between the three. Um, maybe the Saints can sneak in there. You never know how that how that's gonna go. Have you, fit, you pulled up Drew Brees yet? I am still trying to pull up Drew, Drew Brees. I got gotcha. you. Um, so we can move on here. Uh, the NFC West, the Rams are going to suck again. 49ers <laughs> are going to suck again. Cardinals had a bad year. Carson Palmer, they really don't have a backup quarterback, so they're kind of, uh, I think they're they the have. They're the exact same team they were last exactly. year. Exactly, and, and I don't know how well that's going to bode for them. Seahawks may just walk away with that division again. Um, you know, the Cardinals have David Johnson. If he can stay healthy, he's obviously going to be a great uh, a great running back again, probably top three in the league. Um, but I, I just see the Seahawks if they can improve their offensive line, which is really what is a, is a shout out to Russell Wilson of how good he's been with that terrible offensive line. Yeah, um, especially past up. three seasons. Yeah, and then really uh, a running game by commission. Who whoever's healthy that week, um, you got a rookie CJ Procise out of Notre Dame taking a lot of carries last year whenever I'm sure that wasn't the plan whenever they drafted him. Um, he wasn't, I mean, he was decent in college, but I mean, I don't think that, that, that they were looking to really implement him. So it just says a lot about Russell, Russell Wilson, uh, his poise and how, how great of a quarterback he actually is despite his size, which even adds even more to how great he is. Um, He's I've, tiny. I, I'm not a Seahawks fan at all, but uh, I have to give credit where credit's due. And Russell Wilson's uh, deserves every bit of credit for leading them to the playoffs Every year since he's been, has it been every year since he's been yeah, there? Yeah, because he, he wasn't the original starter, and uh, he came in and like, no, he, like in the preseason, he wasn't supposed to start because they had just signed. I can't even think of his name now, but he started uh, game one, and then they Hasselback. haven't looked back since. No, it wasn't Hasselback. It wasn't that old. <laughs> wasn't that long ago. But I know they had brought in somebody and paid somebody a bunch of money, and then they're like, "Oh, we're going to start this rookie." <laughs> so. That's yeah. where they stand at. But the, the NFC West is definitely a toss-up a little bit. Not, not, I didn't mean to say a toss-up. NFC West more than likely will go to the Seahawks. Um, the Cardinals, like I said, they're returning the exact same team back. They, they don't have a backup. That defense was beat up last year. Yeah. Uh, Matthew, the Honey Badger, uh, I think he was out for most of the season, wasn't mm-hmm. he? And uh, so we uh, they're they're a good team whenever, whenever they're uh, – you know, flowing together, but so I think it's definitely a, a definitely a two dog race there. Uh, I don't see the Rams. Jared Goff, uh, I I don't know that he's even a uh, NFL quarterback or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like what the what the Niners did in the draft. They got uh, Reuben Foster, which is a steal to me, honestly, late in the first round. I mean, he had a little bit of off the field issues, but an amazing athlete out of, out, of, <laughs> out of out of Alabama. Yeah, um, uh, and then they got uh, defensive end uh, Solomon. Solomon something from uh, Stanford. I forget his last name. Um, but he actually, interesting story about that. They Their their GM, John Lynch, uh, 
he went to Stanford as well, went back for his degree, and him and uh, their first-round pick, they actually worked on a uh, project together for one of their classes. Oh, really? So he drafted one of the one of the students, one of his classmates from Stanford, on his, actually. So huh. definitely knows a lot about the character of that kid. Um, a great, I did not know A great that. player out of, out of Stanford. Yeah. Uh, so... They're, I think they're trending in the right direction, but they're still they're still a few years away. Um, so they got Pierre Garçon. And Garçon, I've always, I've liked Garçon a lot in um, recent years. He for the Redskins, he was pretty much our featured receiver. He killed me in fantasy a few times, but besides that, he he's always been a great possession receiver. And being in this offense, I think that it'll be really good for he'll bring some veteran leadership to that team, that, and that's something that's sorely needed after the mess that they were last season. So yeah, it's about a two dog race there. We moved to the NFC East here, which I have no idea where to start. <laughs> um, the Cowboys seem to be in trouble all off season, but uh, we're still waiting to see if Ezekiel Elliott's going to get uh, any any type of. Uh, Discipline or disciplinary yeah. action from the from the league. Uh, everybody's complaining because they're thinking he's getting preferential treatment, same way they thought uh, Tom Brady was last year um, from from Roger Goodell. I think he might get slapped with the one year uh, with a one game suspension or something like that. I don't think it's going to be anything like the four game suspension that uh, Tom Brady had. No, I don't just think simply so because I mean he was not charged with anything. Uh, just but I think if you put yourself in that situation, it's just bad bad for the league. Um, it's just a, a bad look. So uh, I'm interested to see what Dak looks like after everybody has a, a year of film on him. Um, yeah, year two for Dak. Um, who won rookie of the year last year? Him or Zeke? I think uh, Dak won it, I think. Okay. Um, and Dak was, of course, a surprise of that no one saw coming. I mean, they thought he was great, a good quarterback coming in. Romo goes down, and then he leads the Cowboys to an unbelievable record and a second-round playoff loss that they almost won. Yeah, I mean, I, whenever I watched him at Mississippi State, he just reminded me a lot of Cam Newton uh, whenever he was at Auburn. Yeah. So I just kind of – but I didn't think he was quite as athletic as Cam, so I didn't know that that was going to really transition in the league like Cam's uh, athleticism did because Cam's uh, more of an athlete than a quarterback, but uh, he makes up for it. Uh, so – Interested to see uh, how that defense, uh, Jalen Smith, the second-year guy, towards ACL for Notre Dame, um, but they drafted him. Um, he's finally going to be on the field, so hopefully, hopefully he can, they can uh, get the best out of him, and he can at least uh, play, <laughs> stay healthy. <laughs> yeah, you know, so he contribute. Least, yeah, yeah, contribute. Uh, so the Giants are very interesting to me. Eli is either going to throw 50 interceptions or 50 touchdowns. We don't know which one that is going to be yet. But they did add Brandon Marshall. Um, which, which is huge. It's huge with Sterling Shepard and, and ODB. Yeah. the uh, Adding someone like that is to a already potent wide receiver core is hopefully something it's going to help Manning. Um, because for some reason, like for what, the past, it's been three or four years that Eli has just been crazy with the ball. You don't know what he's going to do. Like, obviously, he's won two Super Bowls, and early on in his career, he at least protected the ball better, but it seems like he just turned off the switcher. He's like, I'm just going to throw this ball and see who grabs it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just and, and killed Beckham the usually did. And Odell Beckham usually did come down with it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's the thing. Beckham was down a little bit last season. His numbers didn't match his previous two years, but he's still – Easily, probably the best wide receiver in the NFL at this time. Uh, yeah, he's definitely up there as far as pure talent-wise. Um, Brandon Marshall is another one of those guys, to me, I put him in I, – I, I give some athletes the mellow 
treatment. <laughs> he's a great athlete, great at what he does, top top in the league at what he does if he's happy. Right. But if he's not happy, look at him in Denver. He wasn't happy, so he he kind of struggled whenever he wasn't happy. Uh, he went to he went to Chicago. Chicago. Mm-hmm. Who's happy in Chicago? Nobody's really happy there for the Bears. So he put up numbers though. Yeah, and then he he put up numbers in in New York until. Until uh, you know he well, Fitzpatrick kind of tanked the whole season for the Jets. I think that was the thing that just put them on the wrong foot to begin with because he held out because mm-hmm. uh, he because of course he did what Ryan Fitzpatrick does. He shows up, he's on the bench, he's a starter. He wins ten games and he what was a touch what was a touchdown pass away from getting the Jets in the playoffs two seasons ago, and then. He holds out. He's like, I want all this money. I want all this money. I want y'all to pay me. The Jets finally pay him. Like I think they even pay him. It was like preseason when he finally got paid. And then the chemistry was off. Yep. Everybody was mad at him for holding off. It's like, look, we had this thing where we could possibly consent, and now you've held out all season, so you can go to hell, Ryan Fitzpatrick. And then it Basically. showed on the field. Basically. And so- Marshall doesn't leave near the New York area, my bad, which – um, I'm sure he actually is thrilled about not having to really still play in the middle the Middlelands. Yeah, uh, and I, I think going to the Giants will be a good move for him. I agree. Um, that running game, I think Paul Perkins might be the number one guy. I'm not really sure. They have Shane Vereen, um coming in. He's doing his thing, third down back, catching passes out of the backfield. It's an interesting offense. Uh, like I said, you never know if Eli's going to throw 50 interceptions or 50 touchdowns. So it's kind <laughs> of uh, it all rides on him yeah. and uh, staying healthy. But I really like Sterling Shepard as the three option. Is amazing. Probably one of the best number three wide receivers, if not the best in the league right now. Yeah, uh, young guy out of Oklahoma. Um, so yeah, I mean, I like that. The defense was solid last year. They have a great secondary. Uh, Landon Collins is one of the best corners in the league. Um, so I like that's my pick to win the East. So you you got the I've got the Giants. Got the Giants, okay. Um, the Eagles improved mightily getting Torrey Smith and uh, from what's his name from uh, Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah, from the Bears. Huge pickup pickup for them because people they were trying to say Alshon Jeffrey's washed. I'm like he's only been playing for like three seasons that yeah. he's been elite. I mean, Are you serious? Yeah, I, I think it's Carson Wentz. Showed signs of, of being a decent NFL quarterback. Yeah. I think if he can progress this year, I think this is going to be one of the, it always is one of the tightest races in every year. Uh, I think the NFC East is going to follow this follow suit um, this year. Their defense, I don't really know much about that, um, but I do know that they couldn't catch a pass last year. I think Carson they had a lot, is, of, trouble they had a lot of trouble with that. And uh, so I, I like the Eagles. I like what they did in the offseason. Um, so we'll see about that. Uh, the Redskins. Skins, yeah. They lost both the wide receivers. Garcon left. Jackson's gone. They got Terrell Pryor, though. They did get Terrell Pryor, and Pryor showed signs in Cleveland. Um, Which is huge. <laughs> <laughs> really difficult to do in, in Cleveland. Um, the they Cousins is unhappy because the Redskins won't pay him. He's going to end up skating after the season. I'm sure our friend Zulu is... Still distraught over this. Um, they they don't res- they have a f- they lost the RG three thing went badly for them. They find Cousins right behind them. Cousins develops into one of the elite young quarterbacks in the league. And yeah, I'm going to say elite because I've seen Cousins do some things. Is I he? Agree is with he? Hundred percent. I mean, I I think any franchise who was looking for a quarterback right now would gladly pay Cousins if they could. But for some reason, the Redskins want to string him along. And I think he'll do his numbers. I think 
He will have some interception problems, though, because the wide receivers will be lacking. But the Redskins still return a pretty good team, though. I mean, on both sides of the ball. But um, the run, the running game, um, they found that one running back that they had who couldn't stay healthy. Matt Jones. Yeah, Matt Jones. He 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 developed pretty well last season. But then, like I say, he had some injuries late in the season. They drafted another guy we hate, uh, Samaje Piran out of Oklahoma. Mm. He was a he was a dog at Oklahoma. Uh, I could see him coming in and having an impact. Never really had any fumble issues in Oklahoma that I remember, um, which is what they've struggled with with Matt Jones yeah. and uh, Rob Kelly, I think was the other one. Fat Rob. Fat Rob. Yeah. So. Uh, and then, of course, they have one who someone who should be in the top five tight ends in the league, Jordan Reed, and he apparently just hurt himself again. And he's had concussion issues, yeah. yep. and he can't stay on the field. If for some miracle he's on the field for 16 games this season, then I, I feel like he could have a pro, 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 pro Bowl season as well as Cousins again. But I expect the Redskins to probably be at the lower end of the division. But because it's so competitive and they all hate each other, they could be right there at the end of the season too. Yep. So that's like I said. I'm gonna take. I'm taking the the Giants out of that division. Um, I don't know who you who who do you think. I'm gonna take the Cowboys. Um, that's a good pick. I'm as this probably is one of my as much as I'm anti Cowboys. One of my favorite Cowboys teams to watch in years. So I'm gonna go ahead and put put it on Dak and Zeke and on Dez and see what they do in season two together. Yeah. Um And Jason Wooden. And you can't the leave Jason wonder. Wooden. Yeah, I, I, I'm excited to see what the Cowboys do in the East. And honestly, as much as we say it could be tight, hell, the Cowboys could run away with it again. Yeah. So we both had the Seahawks in the West. Um, I'm just going to take the Panthers just because they're my team in the South. But I think that's, like I said, it's... I'm I, taking it's, the Buccaneers. That's it's a good pick. I mean, they've got a young defense. Um, I think that's uh, a good pick. I don't know. I don't see the Falcons coming back. I think the Saints will be the Saints where... There will be games where Breeze throws for almost 400 yards and they win and they get six or seven wins again. But yep. I don't see them winning it. The Panthers could rebound after last season and the Falcons could still be as good as they were last season coming off the Super Bowl loss. But I'm going to go ahead and take Tampa Bay. All right. So let's move on here to the NFC North. Um, we got the Bears, who I see losing that division, probably coming in fourth. Um, Trubisky was... I don't even know what to say about that. I just think it was a terrible move. I think they gave up way too much for someone that yeah. played what he played a whole season. He played one season. one season at North Carolina. Yeah, played well, um, but it was easily the shock of the draft. Yeah, definitely at number two. I mean, people. I don't know. I I I don't know why Deshaun Watson wasn't the first quarterback taken to begin with. So, I mean, you want a winner, and Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson's a winner. Trubisky, a proven winner. Trubisky, whether he won eight games or nine games at North Carolina, yep. We'll just I'm I'm just hoping for the Bears that Kevin White stays healthy and has a decent season. Yeah, I would love to see Kevin White play um, 16 games again. He is a, a former Mountaineer. Um, the the Bears I think obviously are in rebuild mo- mode. Maybe I don't know if you ever watched that movie with Kevin Costner draft day about the Browns mm-hmm. drafting. Maybe they got inspired by that and they they were like. <laughs> Did some kind of weird drafting techniques. But if this is the guy you want to really build your future on, then just 
just take your time with it. Don't get to game ten and be like, "Well, we're two and two and eight. Let's go ahead and throw them out there." Like, well, is, just is just he, let them learn, man. Yeah, is he? Because is he? Quarterbacks never get to learn. They have Mike Glennon. I think. I think Glennon's a starter still, yeah. but I also think that um, who's their coach? They still got the same coach. Is it John Fox? No, Fox. Fox is gone. I don't even. Know. I think. Yeah, I don't even know who coaches the Bears. How awful is that? Um, I think that Glennon was announced as a starter, but. I think it's also up for grabs in a preseason. I'm trying to see who is the current coach. Come on, Wikipedia, you're failing me. So another, I think I think they're fourth. Um, I'm, at Easily. this point, uh, I'm just going to put the Vikings at third to me. Um, they've got Bridgewater still a ways off. He could, yeah, I don't think he he uh, could possibly come back late in the season. But yeah, he's not team, supposed to be back for game one though. Any team led by uh, Sam God, Bradford is just not going anywhere for me, especially after losing AP. I mean, they they drafted Dalvin Cook. Uh, they got Latavius Murray over from the Raiders. Your team, the Raiders, and uh, I think Murray. I still I was a big fan of Murray's mostly because um, he was a young running back, and we hadn't had a, a good young running back in years. Um, I think he, he can actually bring something to the table for them. I, I'm excited to see what he does. He's no AP, so let's get that well, with him and Dalvin straight. Cook. Him and Dalvin Cook, a one-two punch might not be too bad. John Fox is still the coach. Oh, okay, it is John Fox still. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I guess keep cool. getting them checks, John Fox. <laughs> no doubt. How many how many teams is that? Uh, it's been say a few. Four or five, maybe. Is the Broncos, with He's, the Panthers? Yeah, I was gonna uh, say coach the Panthers. I guess it's the Super Bowl. Lost to Adam Vinatieri. Yeah, Adam Vinatieri too. That game was closer than a lot of people want to admit. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, I'm gonna say Vikings. Um, they have a nice defense, nice core. Um, but uh, they they got a new stadium, but I, I just don't see them contending with Green Bay. Uh, the Lions, they're kind of a toss up to me. Uh, Stafford coming off a great year. Yeah, I was gonna say as long as they have Matt Stafford, the Lions are in a game. Amir Abdullah is going to have to stay healthy. Uh, they didn't really have too much of a running game last year. No, that that went to went down the drain. Because I really quickly. like Abdullah because uh, he's he's a solid power runner. I think he went to Nebraska, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, him and then Theo Riddick out of out of the backfield catching the ball. Great, yeah, great pass catching yeah. back. So I mean, they have the potency. Uh, Golden Tate obviously still there. Um, I don't know who else. They lost Anquan Bolton. Anquan Bolton's still a free agent. I don't see him coming back, um, which surprises me. I think Anquan should be snatched up by somebody. Yeah, he's Anquan has not shown – he's not regressed. I mean, he's been the same clutch receiver since the Ravens won the Super Bowl. So I don't see why anybody's not giving him a contract. Um, and he's not Kaepernick, so I definitely don't see why no one's giving him a contract. Yeah, no doubt. Um, but I, I agree. This division is easily the Packers to lose – uh, they lost Eddie Lacy, um, more like they gave Big up whoop. on Eddie Lacy. Uh, <laughs> Martellus Bennett, yeah. Um, they they added more. They added Martellus, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, from the um, Patriots. Huge pickup to me, because Rodgers hadn't had a consistent tight end threat in years. So since uh, since uh, Bubba Franks, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking back to Brett Favre. I was like Mark Chamora. I was like, no, that's definitely not right. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers easily. Top five, top three NFL quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, constantly has proven again and again his will to win. Um, as long as he is healthy, the Packers are always in contention. He makes stars out of people. Jordy will be coming back um, for, I don't know what season this is for Jordy, but he'll be two seasons removed from his ACL tear. 
Um, so he'll be back at full strength. Of course, Ty Montgomery had that breakout season last year where he played a lot of running back. That's my um, question mark for them. Yeah, this is the running back and I'd like, I wonder what if they're going to continue with that because obviously he was great in fantasy and great for the regular season, but then it, he got slowed down in the playoffs. He got injured. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going with the Packers in the in the yeah, NFC I'll the Norris. I'll take the pack. Uh, so. All right, over and best, the, best wishes to Teddy Bridgewater, man. Get absolutely. back out on that field because last year I had big. Play, I thought Teddy was going to have his breakout year, and then he broke everything in his leg. So yeah, absolutely. Get well soon, Teddy. Absolutely. He's he's up and throwing though. I mean, he's up and throwing, so that's a good sign. Yeah, he, headed in the right direction. I think he's might be even a, uh, ahead of schedule as far as that the injury usually goes. Um, but uh, so should we go over to your division there in the let's, in the West? Let's go AFC to the West. American Football Conference, yes, sir. So uh, founded in 1970. I'm trying to sound like Boomer. I'm not doing a good job. You want to start with the? Let's do the West last. So let's start with the. Let's start with the South again. Let's do AFC South. South. Yeah. Oh wow, that's a toss up there as well. Uh, I I want to go ahead and start with this. The Colts. What in the world ha- happened to Andrew Luck last season? Because he's hurt. I, I know he was hurt. Obviously, he was hurt. Okay, never mind. End the topic. <laughs> the thing is, though, even when Luck was on the field, um, and we thought whether he's playing through pain or not, I feel like Luck was had regressed a lot on the field from the previous highs he had attained as far as his career is going. This is season number five for Luck, I think. Yeah, I think it's five. Um, four or five. And like year three is when they went to. Uh, the conference championship game and lost to the Patriots. I mean, this team, just like the Packers, goes where Luck goes. And if I, I think that Luck still had, I think he might have just had a down year, but this is, again, the Colts' division to lose because the Colts have the best quarterback in, in the division. Uh, their defense is a major problem. It's been an issue for years. But as long as they can put points on the board, they can compete with anybody. Well, they just got a, they just got a new D, GM. Uh, they knocked their old guy out. I forget the name of the, the guy that, uh, that they just brought in. Um, but I don't know. I think it might be it might be time for Chuck Pagano to maybe to maybe uh, hit the road. I, I think don't the, know. the Chuck Strong phase has definitely ended. Yeah. Um, because as great as that was for the Colts that year, that he went out with cancer. And it's not ever great to have cancer, but for for them getting inspired by by that, and then them having a hangover from the, from that, and it's being like, oh, Pagano's a genius, but but I, I kind of feel like Pagano was leveling out as a coach. Yeah. So I don't. I definitely see where it could be time for him to hit the bricks after the season. But you got to also look at uh, who who does he have Andrew Luck have to throw to? I mean, they got T. Y. Hilton, but they're two guys. Dante Moncrief. He had a good year a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, really did. I don't know if he got hurt last year or if he just didn't have a good year. Uh, and then they've got Philip Dorsett. I think the second year man out of Miami. They hired Chris Ballard as GM. Chris Ballard, yeah. Who yep. served as Kansas City Chiefs director of football operations, and I'm not reading and that. The Chiefs. I mean, if I got if I wanted anybody, the Chiefs kind of did it themselves through the draft, mm-hmm. and they've become a, a perennial contender through the draft. And I mean, I one of the best. If um, there's anybody that stays out of the the media but still makes their team better, I would say it would has been the Chiefs the last few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, I, I like I like the Colts. Uh, I agree with you. I think it's their division to lose just because. And of they still got the Frank Gore doing his thing. Frank Gore. Yeah. Eh, I don't know. Hopefully, I I, I like think Frank, but I mean, he might have one year left in him. One he's or two old. Left. He's, he's very old. old. Uh, I I think Philip Dorsett will be a name to watch too. 
um, this season because a few good games last year. He had a few good uh, good uh, years. It'll be really important to see how he bounces back or come or not bounce back. How he delivers a season because another um, another guy I really like, Kamar Aiken, came over from the Ravens, and Aiken was actually a big target of Flacco's two seasons ago when the Ravens were struggling with injuries um, at their wide receiver position, um, Aiken could come in and make an impact immediately as well. So it'll and be I, interesting to see between those two guys who really rises up out of those guys. Shout out to Kamar Aiken for falling down at the one-yard line, uh, <laughs> making me lose my fantasy, ga- <laughs> fantasy game. Uh, falling down at the at the end of the fourth quarter, uh, just short of tying the ball what game. What are you doing? And uh, lost, me, <laughs> lost me a game. So I appreciate you, Kamar. Uh, I don't know why I was starting him anyways, but – you want to go to Jacksonville? Jacksonville, yeah. If Portals Jacksonville year is four, probably the best team with the worst quarterback. Yeah, and Bortles, another guy where I just don't understand why teams reach on quarterbacks in the first round. Yeah, you should never reach in the first round if you're asking me. I understand you need a quarterback, but you don't need to give up. You don't need to set yourself back reaching for somebody. If you're going to set yourself back, make sure you know that this is the guy you want. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. But we are two seasons removed from Bortles being a quarterback on the rise to Bortles being a quarterback on the decline. Because in 2015, that's when he was constantly passing uh, touchdowns and being a fantasy beast to the Allen Hearns's and Allen Robinson's of the world. And they both had great years because they were healthy. And and last year, neither one of them were healthy. So they're both coming back again. I I have more faith in Bortles than I should. Um, call me irrational. Call me thinking fantasy again. But I I don't think, obviously, he, he had some struggles in his early seasons and he had struggles last year. I think Bortles plays better this year, though. I don't think it's enough to get Jacksonville anywhere near contention. But I think he'll, they'll be in more games this year, and it's going to be due to Bortles' better better play at their position. As actually. long as he can stop throwing pick sixes, then, then they're, they're, in, they're in business. That's the same thing we said about Peyton Manning in his last season, and look where he ended up. Well, look what he did the first He took seasons. half a season off, and then he's yeah. like, I'll play the Super Bowl, guys. Well, I mean, you look at who, who surrounds Bortles. you got Leonard Fournette, the rookie. We don't know how he's going to do, but he looks like he could come in and make an immediate impact. Mm-hmm. T.J. Yeldon was a solid running back. Still got Chris Ivory, um, which I don't see him getting very many touches because he's he's a power back just like Fournette is, and I'm sure they're going to yeah, give no, him all the really first touches. Featured, I agree. So you got Alan Hearns and Alan Robinson, the, the two really good wide receivers. Marquise Lee is the three, which is a great three option. Uh, Rashad Green, um, D.D. Westbrook, who balled out at Oklahoma. Yeah. I can see him coming, coming in. I mean, Big Twelve, they don't have, they don't play defense, right? But, uh, <laughs> but still, I mean, he came in and he he played very well for Oklahoma. Uh, I like the I like ad that of uh, Michael Rivera. He played for the Raiders the past few seasons, mm-hmm. and even though he wasn't a, a main target of the Raiders' offense, he had some big games like two seasons ago, um, especially when. Uh, like the year that we brought on Cooper and Crabtree, I thought he was a a vital third down, or not third down, a vital position, or what am I trying to say? A vital possession uh, target. You threw it to him, he went up and got it. Yeah, and I think he'll he'll continue he'll be that for Bortles too, because besides that, they've had Mercedes Lewis, and he's been a big bust at that position. And look at this defense, though. I mean, it's stat. I mean, Dante Fowler, he he got hurt uh, as soon as they got drafted. Mm-hmm. Uh, Malik Jackson. 
He's good. Calais Campbell, a good player. Miles Jack out of UCLA, the guy that played running back and linebacker at UCLA. Uh, Paul Puzlesny is a is a is a decent decent uh, linebacker. Uh, they just got AJ uh, Boye from Houston, one of the top corners in the league. Uh, Barry Church from Dallas. He kind of I don't really know about that. And Jalen Ramsey, <laughs> one of the up and coming cornerbacks and. Uh, in the secondary there. So they've got to definitely have a solid defense uh, if, to give Bortles a shot. Um, I don't know. The, the biggest problem with them is where do they go if Bortles doesn't work out? Chad yeah, they, they haven't won more. They've only won five. or They've won a total of 11 games since Bortles has come on board. Yeah, I think we spent too much time talking about the Jaguars already. So, <laughs> so, so anyway. <laughs> yeah, so we got the Texans here. Uh, Texans making a savage move by starting uh, Tom Savage. They announced that he's going to start over uh, Deshaun Watson, uh, which I don't see as a bad idea. I mean, no. I think uh, they're in no rush. Um, they and and good, they unloaded Osweiler, obviously, which is a big move for them. Yeah, that contract. They still have Brandon Whedon, though. Look out, Whedon watch. Oh, man. <laughs> if Whedon plays, then they're in trouble. Uh, with with uh, the Texans, I, I'm interested to see, again, like I am every year, how Lamar Miller is used. Because Lamar Miller to me is one of the one one of the best backs in the league, and Miami tragically used him to bad effect. They would let him play like three or four games, and he'd have twenty plus touches and ninety to hundred yards and a couple of touchdowns, and then there would be games they would completely go away from him. He goes to Houston, and he did have a thousand yards, but again, it was kind of like the same thing. He only had five touchdowns, which was his lowest since his second year. Um, his longest run was 45 yards, and his uh, he only averaged four yards a carry, um, which is kind of on average for him in the career his career. But in 2014, he averaged five yards a carry. The other year, he actually went over the thousand yard mark, and then he also was a good pass catcher out of the backfield. And I just really think if the Texans would feature him a little bit more, because he he doesn't really have is- issues with injuries. Like he'll have little nagging stuff, but he hadn't really missed too many games. I feel like he is a key component to the Texans' success this season on the offense. I'd have to agree with you. And then, you know, you always want a, a reliable running back to take the pressure off your quarterback, mm-hmm. especially when it's an inexperienced guy, which everyone on this roster, with the exception of Brandon Whedon, who just lacks talent, yeah. um, is is it's going to help uh, the young guys. Um, Will Fuller going into his second year, who is a solid solid guy. Um, we'll see how he, how he holds up. He's just a speed guy. Kind of reminds me of uh, Deshaun Jackson type. Mm-hmm. Uh, guy that just will just burn you down the sideline and, and hopefully Tom Savage can put it where he needs to. DeAndre Hopkins needs to be back to where he was. I kind of think he had – I don't know. He, he had an okay year last year. Yeah, it was a down a year down for him. Compared to what mm-hmm. we expected because of the great year he had the year before. Um, J.J. Watt back healthy. I really like Dante Foreman, um, the running back out of Texas. He led the led the nation in, in touchdowns, I think it was, last year for running backs. Good – Good third down back that they kind of lacked because um, Alfred Blue is a good backup running back, but mm-hmm. he's kind of the same type of runner as Lamar Miller is. To where I see they never they haven't really had a third down back, which I think Dante Foreman comes in. He's he's a good guy for that job. Uh, obviously, look at the front four on defense: Clowney and Watt, um, Whitney Marcellus. You know they're they're good. That's that's just going to be dominant no matter what. Shout out Absolutely. to KJ Dillon at a, a their strong safety. Um, he's a Mountaineer as well, so I can see it's all all Houston has. Houston has a playoff roster except for the quarterback position. It's kind of kind of the same. 
I think they're a little bit more experienced than ja- the Jaguars, but they're similar to the Jaguars in the mm-hmm. sense that they they have a great defense. They have uh, and they're coming off of a, a divisional round defense. appearance last season when they they beat the Raiders in round one, in the wild card. Thanks and it made the division round. Thanks to Connor Cook for starting for the Raiders. <laughs> exactly. Um, I completely lost my thought. Oh, I was going to say about Watson. Do you do you think they start Watson at any point this season? Oh, like and not injury related. Um, Savage Savage played okay. If he plays okay, uh, I think that he plays the whole year. I don't think that they're going to try and rush Deshaun Watson into the and they shouldn't have at to. all. And I agree with that, but. I just I don't know. I mean, if Tom Savage comes out and and uh, plays like every other pit player, awfully, and uh, I don't know, maybe maybe they'll give him a shot late in the season. Um, depends really how this division is looking. If it stays close, I think they they stay with Savage mm-hmm. just because he's he's got some playing. So you don't time think there will be any kind of Dak Dak thing with Deshaun coming in and no, I mean, well, Dak Dak only played because Tony got hurt. In, in the first in the first play of the preseason, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't I don't see I don't see them forcing him in there. Um, another, we'll move to the Titans here. I uh, hate the Titans. Why do you hate the Titans? I don't. It's weird. I think it's because when they first moved to Tennessee, they had Paul George, and Paul George used to Eddie George. Remember, yeah, Paul George, um, who plays for the Oklahoma City um, Thunder. I mean, Eddie George. And Eddie George used to kill the Raiders, and that really made me mad when I was younger. And he went to Ohio State, so that's mm. just another knock on him. Yeah. I, I think the Titans... Uh, Shout if, out to Paul George's football skills, though. <laughs> and his, hopefully his leg will hold up. <laughs> I like the Titans. Uh, it's really going to depend on Marcus Mariota staying healthy. Uh, DeMarco Murray and Derrick Henry, the best, to me, the best tandem running back tandem in the league. Oh, absolutely. Um, rookie Corey Davis out of Western Michigan. Uh, I He put up numbers for Western Michigan. Um, <laughs> he had some drop issues, but you never know if he can come in and he can he can uh, give uh, – they picked up Eric Decker as well. Say, they picked up Decker, though, and that's huge. If he can stay healthy as well. They've got a lot of issues there when it comes to uh, to injury issues uh, with Mariota being out. Um, Rashard Mar- Matthews, too, is uh, somebody I'm – Got an eye on too. Yeah, definitely a sleeper, maybe fantasy sleeper type guy. Uh, Harry Douglas, a, a veteran, um, played many years in Atlanta. Yeah, so I I can see them sneaking in. Their defense is is respectable, and uh, they have Delaney Walker, one of the best um, tight ends who doesn't get guys. enough cre- yep. um, credit. In the I league. agree with that for sure. Uh, so yeah, I mean, this to me is almost as big of a toss up as, as uh, the, the NFC East is. Um, and even the NFC South, I would have to agree with you. It's the Colts to lose simply because they have by far the best quarterback. Uh, Mario has shown potential; he could break out this year and, and shorten that gap there. Um, but I, I'm going to have to. I'm going to take the Titans. I was going to say I'm going to take the Titans too. As much as I'm not a fan of theirs, I, I feel like it's the Titans year to win the division. They're just they play their Mariota to the playoffs. They play their game mm-hmm. and they make you play their game. They yep. they they line up in the I formation. They pound Demarco Murray down the field and then Delaney Walker in the corner of the end zone. I mean, it's just they they know their game. They know their quarterback. They know that he's not a, a great thrower. He's accurate. And I think what more can you ask for in today's NFL? Exactly. So, I mean, I'm going to take the Titans. Um, I could see the Colts. I'm not going to take the Colts until I see Andrew Luck play a game because he still hasn't even started throwing yet, or at least in front of cameras. Right. So, um, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to take the Titans. Um, 
if if not the Titans, I like Houston, but that quarterback situation is just too up in the air for me right now. Yeah. The AFC East, I don't even know if we even want to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> Patriots. It's pretty much a done deal. Win. We know the uh, Patriots are going to win. I breaking mean, news, they've clinched their playoff spot. Uh, the, the, like, none of these teams have done anything to even try. No. I mean, Miami, I mean, it, Miami it, may sneak into a wild card spot if Tannehill uh, progresses because they've got a solid team. If Jay Ajayi, who came out of nowhere, yeah, he did. Uh, just comes out and then continues to produce. Uh, we've seen guys like him come out and have great half seasons and then disappear. Um, but... You know, we we'll see how that goes. But that's only a wild card spot. I don't see them having any shot, especially after the addition of Brandon Cooks to the, the Patriots. Um, I just don't see that offense being able to be stopped. Uh, Tom Brady, the ageless wonder, once again. Um, who knows how much longer he has in the league? I don't like him, but I respect him. The Bills, the Bills are the Bills. They're gonna. The Bills are probably the second most competitive team in this division, though. As long as they have, you think McCoy. they're better than. You think they're better than uh, Miami? I think they're better than Miami. I mean, I th- not better. I think they're both on the, uh, both. I think they're both in the same spot. So I, I feel like it, it like interchangeable second and thirds between Miami and Buffalo. I can see. That. Um, I don't see Buffalo making the playoffs though. So let me just say they're going to finish third. But McCoy always is just LaShawn McCoy is just he can stay healthy. He's he's dangerous. He he keeps the ball on the Bill side of the field. He scores. He puts the team on his back when he has to. That's so the it. Bills are always in games as long as he is on the field. I feel like the Bills are a well-coached team, um, but they just don't have all the pieces to win a division. They're, they're better coached than they were when Rex Ryan was there. We'll, we'll oh. agree about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Rex. Yeah, What's Rex a, doing now? I have no I idea. Getting in bar fights, I think. <laughs> I heard about that. Yeah, so. Oh, uh, man. We'll just move to the AFC North. Uh I think the Steelers are the class of the division. Getting Martavius Bryant back. Um, if they can... Le'Veon Bell's a little unhappy, but I don't think that's going to affect the way he plays. No. He's, he's just trying to he's trying to make his money, and that's what he's going to be trying to do this year. Um, Antonio Brown business is going to be booming in, in Pittsburgh. As um, usual. That defense is not as what it used to be, but it's respectable enough to get them to win this division. Uh, I could easily see them going to the AFC title game. It's, I think it's going to be another year. The Ravens might they might do something, make some noise. I think that Joe Flacco, I think the addition of Danny Woodhead makes the Ravens a lot better of a team. Absolutely. He can catch the ball in the backfield. If he can, coming off the, the uh, ACL gives, tear. Yeah, he gives the Ravens a, a threat they haven't had since their Super Bowl win. Uh, exactly. So, I mean, I, I think that uh, the Bengals are – Interesting. Mm-hmm. Their draft was interesting. I don't know. I like the pick. Uh, Mixon, off-field issues, like you said, who doesn't have them? I mean, that was a pretty bad off-field issue. <laughs> but uh, people live and learn. If it happens again, then I think that was a bad draft pick. But, I mean, that's hindsight. Yeah. I just don't get why they have Jeremy Hill, Giovanni Bernard, and they draft Joe Mixon. Yeah, their backfield is – I mean, it was already a toss-up before. And now they have three premier running backs. Yeah, so I I don't I don't get that too much, but uh, and then the first round pick John Ross out of Washington, the speed guy, which compliments AJ Green. I I, I get that, um, but I, I don't know if that's enough to really. I mean, they're just they just seemed out of sorts last year, um, so maybe this will this will ha- this will help them a little bit. I just don't like drafting speed guys when you play in the AFC North. Right. 
after after October, which after week five, week six, it it, it can be cold. It can be awful weather conditions, and you run it down the field. If Andy Dalton can't throw a spiral in <laughs> twenty mile an hour wind, then you know it really doesn't make any difference. So I mean, I I don't know. I I like what the Bengals did in a way. It could definitely turn out good for them, but uh, it really all depends on the the beige water pistol with Andy Dalton. Absolutely. So, and then the Browns are going to be the Browns. Um, I think they'll be better this year. I think we'll see uh, their quarterback position. You have anything to say about the quarterback position, Deshaun Kaiser and uh, Brock? And um, I think they're saying Cody I, Kessler is getting the first the first shot at it. Kessler's got first shot. I think Osweiler ultimately ends up being their quarterback, and I think we'll see him return more to his Denver form versus his Houston form. Because um, I, I do like Osweiler. I feel like the Houston situation turned – he has paid him way too much, and it was just too much to put on his shoulders. Um, coming off at coming out of Denver, um, I don't. I'm sure him leaving Denver wasn't a bad move for him, for, especially with all the expectations that would have been there. Um, I, I think it will be Osweiler starting for the Browns, though. The Browns will be better. The main thing with them is can they stay in ball games? Because once they get down one or two touchdowns, if they're struggling, it that's been a, that was a big problem last year. And of course, they were trying to give RG3 his last shot, and that failed miserably. He couldn't stay healthy again. Josh Gordon's still suspended. <laughs> so um, we'll see. I don't even know if, when he's allowed to even come back because um, last I heard he didn't want to play for the Browns. Uh, I guess he doesn't have a choice if he's under. Let's see. March 1st, Gordon um, again applied for league reinstatement but was denied on May 11th. So, yeah, he's, he's still suspended, and I don't know next time that he can – try to come back again or if he'll even be on the Browns. Um, but I expect the Browns to probably, to not even probably, finish last. So I think it's the Steelers who will take the division. I like the Bengals a lot to be, probably make the playoffs over the Ravens, only if Eifert is healthy for a whole season because Eifert, yeah. again, is, has become their number one weapon almost with A.J. being constantly has a whole uh, secondary on him most of the time. And then the Ravens are always the Ravens. They're always consistent. They're probably one of the best run teams in the NFL. So they're always in the fight, but expected to go Steelers, Bengals, Ravens, Browns. I look at the, looking here at the Browns' defense, and I really like what they did in the draft. They, obviously, they took Miles Garrett. I think that was the right choice, the best player in the draft. Yeah. Uh, media impact. Huge upgrade. At a, at, a, at, a, at a position that really doesn't get enough love. Um, defensive end putting pressure on the quarterback. It doesn't matter who it is back there. If you're putting pressure on them, it's going to affect them and, and, and really affect the game. Uh, you've got Danny Shelton, Emmanuel Ogba, a great pass rusher out of I think it's his second year out of Oklahoma State. Mm -hmm. uh, they got Jamie Collins from from the Patriots. Uh, he was a great player there. Uh, you look Joe Hayden still under contract. They got Jabril Peppers late in the first round, which I we don't know what that's going to look like yet, but uh, you can't. He's he looked like one of the best, or at least best athletes there were, there were in the draft. Uh, and Calvin Pryor, big hitter at strong safety. I uh, did not know that they had Calvin Pryor. Got him over from the Jets. I don't know if it's free agency or what what that was, but Calvin Pryor is a, a good young uh, safety. So I can see them staying in some games. Um, the Browns have had one of the most, even though it hadn't performed um, as well. I feel like on paper the Browns have had a consistently good defense for at least the past four seasons. I agree. Uh, Crowell in the backfield, Duke Johnson. 
I think uh, Corwell breaks out this year. Duke Johnson is is actually starting at slot receiver for them. He's, He's going to move the receiver. Slot. Yeah. He's okay. Moving to the slot. That'll be interesting. Um, I don't know that they're ever even going to give Deshaun Kaiser a chance. Uh, looks like that he might might get a shot. What I've always, well, when I first heard he was coming out, Brian Kelly, he went to Notre Dame. Brian Kelly, Notre Dame's head coach, said that he told Deshaun to stay another year. And if your head coach in college is telling you you're not ready to go, right, and you go to the Browns, I just that's a, that's a, not a recipe Double for negative. failure. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I'm not not really a big fan of of that, but. Quarterback's the most important position in football, so I mean you can have a solid defense. There's a lot of teams, Browns, there's uh, Jaguars, Texans, teams like that need a quarterback. Yep. If you really want to contend, the Rams even need a quarterback. Yeah, the, the Rams. Um, we're not talking about the Rams. Yeah. Shout out to Tavon Austin. There's a lot of lot of people on that Rams team who deserve better. Is <laughs> what it is. <laughs> and speaking of the West, and Kenny Kenny Britt. Kenny left Britt. the Rams and went to the Browns. So, Kenny Britt, thousand yard season. Yeah, well, keep catching them. If the Browns catching. get five, get a thousand yards, then we'll talk. <laughs> so yeah, we'll move on to the AFC West. Um, the Raiders are trash. Uh, oh wait, that's wow. your, is, is that your team? Wow, oh, okay. well, that's maybe. that's that's wrong. Oh well, maybe if you if you put uh, if you take Connor Cook out out from under center, then we'll talk. Differently. Well, car, car's back. What are you talking about? Are we are, like this? Not talking about last season. <laughs> Dang, let's talk about That's, these other bums first. How about the, we talk about the Los Angeles Chargers? Oh, Los Angeles. Yeah, um, they moved from San Diego. They they were the other team to win the Los Angeles thing with the Rams. So whenever that stadium is ready, I think it'll be 2019. I think it'll be done. Um, they'll be moving into there. Um, they're playing their games in Carson, California right now. Uh, I have to say, though, if if the Raiders didn't exist and I had to pick an AFC West team, it would be the Chargers. Um, I do really like Phillip Rivers, <laughs> only because, it, I don't know, he, 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 just, he, he's a, he is, to me, a throwback kind of quarterback where it's like, where he, he, never, he never seems to have had that moment in his career like where, if you remember with Cutler, he hurt his knee in the playoff game, and he didn't want to go out there. I feel like Phillip Rivers has died many, multiple times for the Chargers, and he will I continue agree. to do so for them. And I feel like, in especially in today's sports, uh, that kind of loyalty is rare. And he always gets his numbers. Like, yeah, he does. He makes dumb throws. He's Consistency. Not, yeah. He, Very consistent. Yeah, he he just knows how to play the position well, and he he's a fighter, man. He's got that he's got that heart of the champion thing going on. I so I I always a fan of Philip Rivers, and the Chargers are always one of those teams. I mean, they lost Woodhead, but they have Keenan Allen coming back. Um, the injury bug is the is injury the big, bug has been the huge big for them. Thing for them, I think last year because uh, they lost both. Woodhead and Keenan Allen to ACLs. Yeah, back to back weeks. Um, yeah, both of, them, both of them. That was my second or my first. No, my second and third round picks mm-hmm. in fantasy last year. Yeah. So that kind of screwed me over. But um, Antonio Gates still doing his thing with Hunter Henry, the the protege coming up. I really like Hunter Henry a lot. Um, Henry showed us a lot last year. Yeah, they got Melvin Gordon. If he can Gordon stay healthy, yeah, he got hurt late in the mm-hmm. year, but yeah, he. It's his show to run now with Danny Woodhead out of town. Uh, Mike Williams, rookie out of Clemson. Great, great wide receiver out of Clemson. Uh, I think he he got he's hurt right now. Yeah, he he, he did just get hurt. Mm-hmm. So, Somebody was talking to me about that the other day. Yeah, so I, I think they're avoiding surgery, um, but but he did get hurt. Um, 
But Keenan Allen, if he can stay healthy, Travis Benjamin's uh, one of the best possession receivers in the league. So that's I, a that's a big pickup for him too. I think he was there last year. Um, was he? yeah, he was there last year. When he he must play in Cleveland two seasons. Two ago. seasons. Ago, okay, yeah. that's a big continued pickup for them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with the Broncos, um, I don't really know what they do at quarterback. So they've got Simeon who. They, they did enough. nothing to get better at quarterback. Yeah, I mean, is it time for Paxton Lynch to get a shot? I think so. Uh, I think they, they can't really do. Simeon's just one of those guys that comes in and, and he just plays the part. Doesn't Isn't great, isn't awful. Um, I, I just think it's time for a change. Paxton Lynch out of Memphis, I think it was, mm-hmm. played, a lot of, played a lot of good games. I remember he threw like six touchdowns in the first half one game oh, wow. in college. And then I think he finished with like six or seven, but still six and one half is pretty solid. Um, obviously, they've got one of the best uh, wide receiver cores, at least duos, and Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. Um, it's CJ, a matter if they can get the ball, which is a big problem last season, which is their quarterback exactly. situation was just such a mess. And uh, they picked up Jamal Charles, one of the biggest uh, possibly steals. Yeah. If, I mean, because Jamal. I think I read the other day where Jamal Charles, if he retires today, he'll go down as the most or the the best per carry average. I think it's like five, he's, he's averaging like five yards per carry in his oh, career. Wow. I believe it. So I believe it, man. Jamal Jamal Charles is. I mean, until he hurt himself two seasons ago, was one of the perennial best court, best running backs in the entire football league. Mm-hmm. So. I, I'm interested to see what he does, but of course they have C.J. Anderson already, and C.J. Anderson is one of now currently one of the best running backs in the league too. So having him and then being able to go to Charles and him not be the lead back, I think that could potentially uh, put the Broncos in a lot of games as well because you have two great running backs as long as Charles's knee holds up. Um, and the Broncos have, I mean, even last season, uh, they they obviously didn't repeat as champions, but. Again, they're another team that is another well-run franchise, and they just always are in the fight no matter what, especially in the AFC West where everybody hates each other. That's true. <laughs> uh, the Chiefs, I think the Chiefs have a down year. Uh, I think they're the team that might drop down in the third or fourth spot simply because, I mean, they let Jeremy Macklin go on a team that already struggled to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex Smith is another one of those guys. He's a, he's a great game manager. Uh, he can he can get you he can keep you in games, but he's not going to win you. He's games. not going to win you games, but no. he can keep you in games. Tyree Kill being their number one wide receiver scares me. Uh, he's a speed guy. Yeah, his backup is Anthony Thomas, another speed guy. Uh, Chris Conley is their two number two no wide relation. receiver. <laughs> no relation to Kellen Conley. That uh, I know of. But uh, obviously, Travis Kelsey is one of the top five tight ends in the league. So that's going to help. Um, but Spencer Ware had a good year. Nice power back. Uh, nice uh, change of pace with Sharkandrick West. I just rookie Kareem Hunt. I think out of Toledo, I believe he he went to Toledo. Either Toledo or Kent State. I get those mixed up. But I'm he went sure to Toledo. Toledo. Yeah. So uh, I just don't see this team having the offensive firepower to stay with uh, with teams like especially like Oakland. Um, in L.A. even, if they can stay healthy. Yeah. The Chargers and other teams in the league. Um, unless Alex Smith just – or Tyreek Hill goes nuts. 
which he can. He's he's a beast, uh, and obviously their defense is solid. Um, but I I just see them dipping a little bit this year. Do you um do you think we see Mahomes I at don't. all? I don't. I don't see because a lot see. of people were saying that he was he's their future, obviously. But do you think if they struggle early on the season? Wait, where this is Andy Reid we're talking about? I don't There's think no chance. <laughs> There's no see, chance at all. I don't see a chance of them unless Alex Smith gets hurt. Then, then you think they'll they'll pull the they trigger and throw him out there? They have yeah. Tyler Bray there from Tennessee back in the day, whenever he wasn't even that good at Tennessee, and he's still on an NFL roster. But uh, I don't know. I I just I don't see Patrick Mahomes seeing the field. I don't see him really being all too productive in, in his NFL career. Okay. Um, but Mark you never down, know. People. You never know. I mean, I just don't see I don't see a comparison to him. No, there, there really isn't. Cause and that's what I look at whenever I see. He's an Andy Reid guy. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Whenever I see young guys come into the league, I always want to see someone who's done it in the past that has their similar play style. And, I mean, I just see him as a college quarterback, a Johnny Manziel type that scrambles, can still make a play, can still throws, throws the ball as a cannon. He has a cannon on him. But, I mean, he's going to have to definitely change his play style to fit uh, especially this Chiefs offense. I mean, it's he could he would have to change the Chiefs offense as far as that goes with Alex Smith being so conservative. And again, we know how great Andy Reid is at change. He, yeah, not 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 too not too keen on that. Um, but and I just see him with his size, um, getting taking one big hit, be a Pat White. Yeah, be be done. Yeah, laid out in the field. So. Which brings us to the Oakland Raiders. Uh, Raiders. Uh, the Raiders went into division. Yeah, I agree. Um, Marshawn Lynch is coming back from a year retirement, which is huge. Which might be this if the what was the, what we listed the biggest steal to Jamal Charles. This might be the biggest steal of the offseason. Got him to come out of retirement because he wanted to play for Oakland before we, they moved to Las Vegas in two seasons. Uh, Lynch, even when even the year he um, went out before his injury started piling up on him. He was still one of the best backs in the league. I feel like he will return to form, and I think that's going to be a huge upgrade from what we had before with Murray. Amari Cooper, Michael Crabtree, added Cordell Patterson as a kick returner, um, which is which is also big because we know he's great special teams. If we can get any kind of wide receiver play out of him, that'll be great. Uh, still have Seth Roberts, who caught like three or four catches um, and several of the Raiders come from behind wins last season. Uh, Raiders have Clive Walford and Jarrett Cook at tight end. Of course, Derek Carr is coming back from his knee injury. He's healthy. He's ready to go. He's participating already. The defense is, of course, led by Mario Edwards Jr. No, I'm kidding. Khalil Mack, <laughs> Defensive Player of the Year. Bruce. Janikowski, the one holdover from the Raiders' Super Bowl appearance in 2002. He's still kicking. Carl Joseph will be back for his first full season. Mountaineer. T.J. Carey, another great cornerback back there. I I have nothing bad to say about my team right now, Lane. They're looking good. Like, as long as the Raiders stay healthy, I feel like the Raiders are easily going to win the AFC West. I I can't disagree with you there. I mean – just look at it from top to bottom. Cooper Crabtree, one of the best duos as well. Um, Triple C's like Rick Ross. That's right. Uh, I mean, 
I'm interested to see uh, if Lynch doesn't come back in, in the form that he does, um, where you guys go from there. Uh, I think we, even if he does struggle, we still have, what do I got to get back to my running backs? We, oh, we still have DeAndre Washington and Jalen Richard. They got a lot of carries last season, late in the season, when Murray was out with various injuries. Um, Washington was, um, a lot of people had big hopes for him going into the season last year from his playing a preseason, but then it was Richard who really stepped up and played really well. And then even, um, uh, well, I'm going to mess up this name, Alawale, I think is how you say it. Like, he had some big games last season, too. Like, he um, punched in a couple touchdowns and gave us some steady yards. So, even if Marshawn plays half of as good as what he did, I think we have enough bodies to fill in and still carry the running game where Carr doesn't have to throw 50 times a game. I agree with you. I think I think the division, barring injury, um, is theirs. To, but as far as going farther than that, I think last year they had a chance of, of contending with, with the Patriots. I mean, mm-hmm. Any given Sunday was what they say. I mean, I think they really could have uh, given them a run for their money, but unfortunately they didn't get to see how that was going to pan out um, with the injury. But, yeah, I, I agree with you there. I'm going to take I'm gonna take Oakland one. Um, I might even go Chargers at second and uh, Broncos. And then I, th- I think put put at the Chiefs you at the bottom. You got the Chiefs at the bottom. I think I'm okay. putting the Chiefs at the bottom. I just don't see it. I love seeing the Chiefs at the bottom. I'm yeah. not going to argue with that. If for some reason something happens to Oakland, I think – the Chargers will win the division. Um, and then the Chiefs and Broncos um, would probably just fight it out for third place if something happens to Raiders, just injuries and stuff, and we completely tank, which is not out of the question because we are still the Raiders of the 2000s <laughs> <That's> <laughs> in right. the 2010s. That's right. Well, so that's everything. We, we, we called all the divisions. So I guess last thing we should do is early Super Bowl picks. Oh, man. That's, who's that's who's going and who's winning out of the two? As of July 29th, 2017. It's hard for me to go against the Patriots. So, man. I'm going to have to say the the Patriots out of the AFC. Okay. I want to say the Raiders. I really do want to say the Raiders, but I can't go against the Patriots. And it's so tough because everything, everything can change the preseason and whatnot, but... I like I really like the Giants offense. Mm-hmm. I do. I I think that Paul Perkins played well last year. That's going to be their biggest question. Yeah, the running, running game, is, game. A big, is a big thing. Um, yeah. I think that if Eli doesn't have one of the best years of his career, I'll be very surprised uh, if he can stay healthy. If they can, uh, obviously injuries is always an issue in the NFL. If if New York, I just I think they have the defense to do it to go to the go to the playoffs and go deep into the playoffs. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say Patriots Giants. Rematch of of the uh, the one a few years they're, ago. They're going to go to the, rub, the rubber match. The rubber, yeah. Well, not even a rubber match. The Giants are up twice in two. Yeah. Zero. So uh, go for a third time. I, I would like to see. I like to see Odell Beckham finally finally get, get uh, deep into the playoffs. See how he performs. I think Brandon Marshall is finally somewhere where he thinks he's going to be successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's a good good place for him to be. So I'm going to say I'm I'm just going to go out and say Giants Patriots. Who All right. it? I don't know. You got to pick one. I'm going to go with the Giants just because I hate the Patriots. Okay. All right, so Lane has Giants-Patriots Super Bowl with the Giants winning. Now, I'm not going to pick the Raiders for Super Bowl yet. Probably after week one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, I'm not. I'm not going to be biased though, because easily Lane could have picked the Panthers to win and say, "Hey, the Panthers going to win it all." I'm not going to be biased. I do expect the Raiders to be really great this season. Um, I would love to see them in the Super Bowl. I think we have a shot at the conference finals. But my pick from the AFC is going to be the Steelers. I knew it. And as much as that pains me, living in Morgantown, West Virginia, I'm picking the Steelers. And then from the NFC, I got. I, I'm gonna uh, Steelers Seahawks. Steelers Seahawks. Steelers Seahawks. There's a there's a rematch of uh, 2006, I think. Yeah, yeah, of uh, the Sean first Alexander. Super Bowl, the, the Roethlisberger one. Steelers Seahawks will face off again. I say the Seahawks get hot late in the season, and then they, um, I think they run through the run through the NFC. I think the Patriots and uh, Steelers will slug it out at some point in the in the playoffs, whether that be in the divisional round or the championship game. I think the Steelers are victorious, and this is, of course, in the world barring injuries or anything like that. And then you get Steelers-Seahawks, and I'm, I'm going to say the Steelers win their seventh Super Bowl. Oh, man. Well, that's that's enough for me to to not watch the Super Bowl for the, if the Steelers are going to win their seventh. But no, I, I could see it definitely. They have a, a great offense, explosive offense, uh, especially getting Martavius Bryant back if he can lay off the hooch um, <laughs> or the weed or whatever. Le- Le'Veon's a difference be. maker for me, man. Le'Veon's the best running back in the NFL. I can't, I can't disagree with that. Zeke's up there, but Le'Veon is the best. Le'Veon's proven. Back. Zeke, Zeke, one year you can't be the best after one year. Mm-hmm. So, so well, yeah, man. I mean, we did NBA and some NFL. What do you think? What's what's the uh, WVU prediction this year with Will Greer? Nine wins. Nine wins. Big 12 title game? Is there a Big 12 title game? There is a Big 12 title game this year. Big 12 title game! Yes, sir. Let's uh, go Mountaineers. I hope so. Will Greer for Heisman. That'd be awesome, too. That'd be crazy. I just want us to be... I mean, we've had... I mean, we haven't been terrible in a few seasons. <laughs> um, I just really, really like to see us get back to those heights of the the Pat White slate years, where every year we were we knew we were putting a great team on the field, and I think with Greer, this is definitely a step in the right direction. I don't agree with Dana all the time with his on the field, some of the things that happen on the field, but I, I really like this Mountaineer team we're bringing in, and I, I have high hopes. I agree. I think we're, our backfield is stacked. I think we have a lot of guys back there. We've got. Uh, Virginia Tech game will be it'll be it'll be a big game. It'll be a big game, obviously, because we're playing a rival for the first time in like five or six seasons. I feel like, and it'll be a real great litmus test to use my sportscaster knowledge to see uh, how we stack against a not a consistently great program. Um, as hard as it is for me to say about that awful place. Uh, so, based off that game. Especially if we win it, we'll I have high hopes. We'll know a lot about yeah. about, about our team after that. We're game. not playing a cupcake going into the exactly. start of the year, which is really I think that's a sign of a. I think the the well, don't forget about week three against the tough Delaware State. <laughs> Delaware State game, it's gotta it's look out for them. It's a difficult game, FCS school. I didn't say we weren't playing any cupcakes, but yeah. I think it's a, a sign, a good sign for the program that we are scheduling a, a big name week one. Next and it really says something about where where we're hoping to go in the next, next few we, seasons. We open up with Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's in in Atlanta. The Vols another great Mercedes. program always. Yeah. So 
But we'll see. Yeah, man. Nine, nine wins will be great, though. I agree. All right. Well, that, that's been our, our first show, Lemon in the Fro. That's right. I guess. Thanks for listening. I, I think this went pretty well. Yeah, I agree. You're born to do it, Lane. Hopefully I didn't sound too lost during the football stuff. Because, <laughs> I mean, I could talk basketball all day, but he's like, he's like, oh, this great guy out of Tennessee. I'm like, yeah, he, he's wonderful. Because I love college football, but, I mean, I'm not on top of my game as much as I used to be. So well, we'll that's why we got the young buck and we got the vet, we'll the savvy the vet. That's right. But if you want to talk about the 91 Bills, we can talk about them all day. Andre <laughs> Reed. Thurman Thomas, not Thurgood Marshall. <laughs> Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly. I need that one. And the Raiders are starting Pete Maravich and Nick Bell. Pistol Pete. Yeah, I wish. All right, guys. We appreciate it. Uh, we're going to do this again soon. And thanks for listening. Lemon out. We out.